Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. All right, everybody. How are we doing this morning? Wow. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is a wrestly, wrestly, wrestly weekend. It's a very wrestly, very wrestly. <laughs> Here in Las Vegas and pretty much around the world, my God. Memorial Day weekend turned into WrestleMania 2. Yeah, insanity this weekend. Insanity. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Well, I'll tell you what, David Difference. Yes, sir. Oh, what a difference a day makes. There it is. <laughs> yeah, you are making a difference. Of course, Brian Ronovich is out of town this weekend. Unfortunately, we miss him. Yeah, well, not only do we miss him, but he's missing everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's an action pack, man. Yeah, well, family first, that's for sure. But, of course, we have double or nothing in town here for AEW down at the T-Mobile Arena on Sunday, Indeed. this Sunday, today. Indeed. And so much more going on as well as, of course, we had WWE Night of Champions yesterday, a, and it wasn't so oozy. Mm. So we're going to get to talk about that today. But we have two terrific guests in both hours. This is just going to be unreal. Actually, three technically. Right, yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm always excited. Yeah, because <laughs> we're going to hear from Jeff Jarrett in this hour, the wrestling legend, of course, and the director of business development, of course, also challenging for the EW World Tag Team Champions Championships on uh, tonight. tonight at Double or Nothing. And then we hear from the 2023 Tag Team Award winners, honorees for the Cauliflower Alley Club, and uh, one of the all-time greats. It's going to be the Nasty Boys. Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags are both going to be joining us on the show in the second hour. So pretty crazy stuff, my friend. Yeah, this show is packed, man. As long as like just like the weekend, man. Could you expect anything else? Can I can I get a moment on the floor real quick? Yeah, real man? quick. Okay. I just want to say that like, you know, yesterday was like from eight AM to midnight, we were running shows over there at FSW and it is taxing and tiring sometimes. And I had to check myself and just remind me that, you know, this is what I love, man. This is a, this is a choice that we make. And yeah. Like, I love this business, man. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we just get into this right now and let's hear from the last outlaw, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. And we are on the Mark Hoke Show and... The David Difference, buddy, we have another unbelievable guest here for Double or Nothing Week. Icon, legend. Oh, are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Icon, legend, man. <laughs> I said it, I said it, he's here. That you did. We welcome Double J, Jeff Jarrett to the show. Hello, fellas. I appreciate yeah. you having me on. That's right. We, you better have like an audio track with right. like a huge crowd pop right oh yeah. absolutely or put it yeah the okay. biggest ever biggest ever <laughs> no i'll get inside thanks for having me on today looking forward to uh as you said double or nothing week been in this market a long time i don't think uh i've ever done a wednesday sunday uh, in the same market so you know i used to tell folks two days of vegas that's about all this go around we got four or five days of vegas <laughs> all, right. all good 
So what do you have planned? You've got all this time in here. You're keeping busy. but Oh, I hit uh, the Dragon Slayer gym. Uh, no, hit the gym. <laughs> uh, it's uh, much more structured than I'll say in, in my younger days. Really, all kidding aside, super focused on Sunday. At this stage in my career, I do not take uh, these chances lightly. So really fired up. I thought Dynamite was um, a lot of action. So much going on within AEW. I mean, this weekend is the way I look at it. What a incredible weekend to almost kick off the summer for us. And yes, a lot of holiday folks in town. And as we all know, the strip is packed Memorial day weekend. It's Vegas. There's a thousand things going on. Uh, but you know, all eyes in the wrestling world are certainly focused on T-Mobile for this Sunday, but this event is one of many that kicks off our summer and we'll get to it, but we're closing out the summer with a little bitty show we have going on over in London uh, at Wembley Stadium. But we can, <laughs> we can get to that in a minute. Uh, I'll let you steer the ship here, Pat. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair go. enough. Well, the first thing that I wanted to ask you, I don't want because I know we want to make sure we're talking about AEW and everything happening, but your career has just been unreal. This is the first time we've gotten to meet. And I, I don't want to get into too many specifics, but let's do it. Been... We got we got long form. We got all the time. Eating. Let's go. Let's go. John's saying no. I've seen Mark do inter- interviews before. No, no. You have been part of so many crazy moments in <laughs> professional wrestling. I mean, it was funny when I went back and looked. The David Arquette thing. The Hogan lay down. Wrestling China. The Ric Flair's last match. The, all the stuff that happened in TNA. And I'm just wondering. Do you intentionally put yourself in these positions or is this just, you, did you fall into those things and just kind of the way it went? Mark, I am so disappointed in you that you've left out one of the bigger career highlights that you mentioned a few of them, but well, you do realize that I hit Beetlejuice with a guitar. Ah, yeah. Beetlejuice. <laughs> he, he just, no, I'm all kidding aside. Yeah. Uh, no, my, you know, I, I do a podcast every week. I'll go ahead and get that plug out of the way. But no, you, you threw me a softball here. Uh, but I do a podcast every week called My World with Jeff Jarrett. And Conrad Thompson is my partner. And the reason I'm telling you the story is when he reached out to me, I told him no for about two or three years, I don't want to do a podcast. There's no interest. And he kept kind of saying, no, Jeff, I don't think you're looking at it through the eyes that I'm looking through it. And Conrad is a great businessman. And end of the day, he's a huge wrestling fan like myself. And he just said, let's just talk about a few things. So one thing led to another. We came out of the pandemic and we launched one, but oftentimes he'll joke with me and call me the Forrest Gump of wrestling that I just (laughs) kind of end up in these unique spots. Uh, But yeah, You know, I think longevity has a lot to do with that. When I think about just getting started, uh, when it happened, because the business was in such an evolution uh, in 85 and 86, and, you know, it was when Hulkamania was taking off and cable television was really exploding, which meant it was the dying days of the territory. And I was a part of essentially the last sellout, the last big run of my family's promotion in Memphis with Jerry Lawler and all that. So there's been things that have happened along the way that I look back on. I feel very blessed and grateful. I think the last Cotton Bowl show, uh, Cotton Bowl Stadium uh, with WCCW, I mean, we kind of go through some things that I, when I look back on, it's uh, longevity is a part of it, but uh, I'm very grateful that I've uh, navigated my way. And, and again, looking through it from a rearview mirror, going from WWF to WCW, back to the WWF, back to WCW. There's, you know, that was about a six, seven year span that, as you mentioned, an Arquette deal, the China deal. There, there's a couple of things you could drop in there. So, yeah, I feel very fortunate. And 
of course, you know, and, and I want to wish you the condolences on the passing of your father, who was just an incredible icon in this industry. What are some of the things that you still hold with you today in terms of the business side that you utilize today? Because you've been an entrepreneur in this business too. What What are some of those things that your dad taught you and you saw him do that you still utilize right now? Gosh, I don't know where to start. You know, my grandmother did everything in this business except wrestle. She promoted. She started as a literally selling wrestling tickets in 1946 and worked her way up to what we would call a CFO uh, of the promotion. So I'm third generation, and I always think back and, the, you know, the simple life lessons. Uh, I never heard the term, and she never really used the term. My dad would use it, but just kind of napkin math. Uh, when you're going into a deal, it's not real hard. Just kind of look on one side of the ledger and put down expenses and pad those. And on the other side, put down what kind of revenue you're going to make. And most of the time, discount that by much more than you feel comfortable. Those kind of things. Uh, that's kind of a, a business mindset. But as far as in-ring, and I think that's what we're here to talk about a lot of it, uh, is at the end of the day, this is a huge sports town now. You know, it, we're, we're very relatable. We're sports entertainment. So obviously everyone knows we're not true sport and, and we're not just entertainment. It's a very, very physical form with a lot of outlandish things. And, you know, we're on television, but we're really playing a part of an extension of our own personality. You know, Tom Cruise plays a role. Dwayne Johnson now plays a role. Professional wrestling is really an extension of our personality. And when we get into that, we're not really playing a role we are the role and with that being said you have to connect emotionally with your audience if you don't you can do a series of moves and today's athletes in professional wrestling are mind-blowing in so many ways some of the things that the guys can do that are so athletically gifted but the real basics of this business and that's one of the things that my dad taught me man he would um, the proverbial beat my head uh just ingrain it into me because that's you know we did weekly shows i wrestled in memphis 52 weeks a year so you did a tv show 52 times but you also did a live event 52 times so the episodic nature of that really brought us as a family and kind of a mindset that weekly dynamite weekly rampage competition is weekly raw and smackdown so when the audience gets to know you they have to connect emotionally if they do not connect emotionally with you love me or hate me your desire is to have a reaction if you don't do that just check out i mean i don't know if you're into nba basketball but but as the playoffs roll along and everybody maybe in this part of the country who knows either you wanted to see the warriors go or the lakers roll because we know Steph Curry, we know LeBron James, we know these teams, we know the coaches, we know the personalities. Denver's a fantastic team and probably going to roll through whoever wins uh, the East. That being said, we don't have an emotional connection to that team. And so whether it's sport or you're doing a Hollywood blockbuster, you got to connect emotionally. If you don't, candidly, you're in the wrong business. Very true. No, I truly believe that. You've played one of the best heels. I mean, of played. All. Well, you are one You're of the best. You're about to get slapped <laughs> El, El across Kamal, the table. Well, yeah. We, we I, I have a guitar. guitar here. I'm not going to use a guitar. <laughs> you are Ooh. one of the greatest heels of all time. <laughs> what do you find that's within you that makes you pull out that character aspect to be able to be hated and enjoy it? You know, I, I think at the end of the day, we live in a country that is the melting pot of the world. But at the end of the day, we're all humans. And whether you're going to the grocery, going to the gym, I've got five kids going to school. I mean, we run into people all the time and the interactions, the things that irritate me probably irritate you and probably, you know, 
the arrogance, uh, a look, just almost mimicking life. We Yes, we do outlandish things. And I don't think I've ever hit one of my uh, kids' coaches with a guitar. Have I wanted to? <laughs> Probably. Of course I have. Yeah. But, but, you know, when you pull it back a little bit, it's just that emotional connection because, you know, the, again – what irritates me, what irritates you is probably going to irritate. And, of course, in professional wrestling, you turn it up to a 7 or 8, 9 or a 10. But it's just the simple, simple day-to-day things. And to circle back on my podcast partner, he legitimately despised me as a fan. He did not like me. And he has gone on other podcasts and, <laughs> and talked about. And then there's other folks, and you know they'll say, oh, man, I hated that Jeff Jarrett. But did you listen to his podcast? He's a nice guy. And right. I'm like, don't ever say that again. Yeah, <laughs> don't ruin it. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's that. Do you watch a lot of independent wrestling? My wife, Karen, is a streaming junkie, let's just oh. say. She, she watches everything. Okay. And my kids, the girls will be in this. My daughter uh, just recently went through the office, and it's funny to watch. When, you know, She wasn't into TV anyway. They're all TV folks. I love live sports, but number one is professional wrestling. So I do. I, I love YouTube. You can watch a little bit of anything in social media. You can kind of absorb it. I think that's part of The Last Outlaw debuted just a little over a year ago. And that's when I look back on my career, I come from an era. But in today's world, you kind of have to take a little bit of everything. Uh, you got to take of, you know, you know, if you try to live in yesteryear, you're going to be in yesteryear. Mm-hmm. So I look at today's talent, whether it's in Japan or Mexico or in the United Kingdom or Canada, you know, you can get online and I follow a lot of accounts and, uh, you know, YouTube, you can get so much. I mean, you can watch wrestling 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. I didn't do that. I couldn't do that when I was breaking in is what I'm saying is nowadays talent really has the ability to absorb a lot. Uh, so yes, I watch a lot of wrestling. We have the school out here, future yep. stars of wrestling. And I was talking to one of the students yesterday. And he said his dream is just to get in the ring and have a match. And I said, uh, you got to dream bigger. And I want to know, when you started, Like, did you see your career going to where it's went so far? Or were you just focused on wrestling outside of the business? You know, growing up, I can remember literally in a lot of ways, like it was yesterday, sitting on my couch, not smart to the business, and watching Jerry Lawler on the David Letterman show. Mm -hmm. And knowing that now what the heck is going on? I thought it was 100% real. And my dad is the promoter and helped book that. But, you know, growing up, Jackie Fargo, fabulous Jackie Fargo, who I, I loved him. And then, obviously, in my early teens, the King Jerry Lawler was who everybody wanted to be. I, yes, I wanted to get into the business. Um, played my last college basketball game on a Friday and was in the wrestling business on a Saturday. I'd kind of ref the summers before that, but there was no downtime. And started wrestling kind of – and it may sound crazy. It wasn't. It was pretty much the decision was made in a matter of weeks. It's just it's time to roll. But once I got in during that first year, again, this is '86, and you kind of have to look go back in that business. Yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan and the WWF were, I mean, rolling. Randy Savage, who had worked uh, for my father, I was a big Savage fan. But you know, just looking at the talent as they were were coming up. Of course, I wanted to step on you know the stage. I'd wrestled in the Mid South Coliseum for years and been to matches. But when you hear about Madison Square Garden, or back in those days, they would go out to the Forum in Los Angeles, or you know Wembley uh, Arena, not the stadium. SummerSlam was there, but you know uh, over in Japan, you hear about the big arenas. I wanted to go big time, so I, I wanted to be a world champion, and I wanted to be at the very tip top. That was my aspiration. So the advice you gave to that dude. 
is absolutely the right because I've found in life when you set a goal and like my father, his grandfather taught him this. If you want to learn how to do something in life, the analogy that he was taught is don't get up under a tree and figure out how to get to that first branch. Step back 10 or 15 feet and figure out how to get to the very top. And and if you can do that, you're going to get halfway up just by perseverance. I love that. I love that. That's amazing. Of course, we're on with Jeff Jarrett here on the Mark Hoke Show. And now you're an AEW, Director of Business Development and a competitor. Tell us a little bit about A competitor? Mark, you have wrestling. really just, you're just pushing my buttons. When I, when, I'm on, kidding. Go ahead. Oh, man, Go I'm going to get hammered after El this Capone. is over. Yes, you are. <laughs> and then I'll hit you with a guitar after I hammer you. Please do. Please do. But you're now heavily involved in AEW. Tell everybody a little bit about what you're doing behind the scenes. They, we're a privately held company, and, and for the most part, I'll, I'll kind of leave that privately uh, because we're in a dual role, but, you know, I'm in business development. It's no secret that my family's three generations promoters, as, as I've stated. When I came on board, we were not doing non-televised live events. You can call them house shows, and so our tour is appropriately named House Rules. The House Rules Tour, and we kick those off. It's going to be a really a crawl, walk, run process, and that's how I think's best is that we just you know find our rhythm because there's so many things going on. At the top of the interview, I talked about it, but six months ago, collision on a Saturday nights that wasn't even on the radar, and now here we are, two hours on Wednesday, an hour on Friday with Rampage, two hours on Saturday, starting in a couple of weeks. Like I said, Wembley, patience. Uh, that Tony Khan and the Khan family in AEW shown by not stepping into the UK market until it was right. Obviously, the pandemic and coming out of that, there's not one match. There's no just the brand went on sale and sold over 60,000 tickets. That's incredible. So there's a lot of moving parts in my day job world, uh, so to speak, as far as business development. But man, I've got an entrepreneurial spirit and to be a part of a, 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 a as a machine that's growing you think it's not even five years old. That is something that I never lose sight of. I think sometimes externally and sometimes even internally, we're up and running and here we are. We've Vegas for you know five days and all this. At the end of the day, it's still a very lean and mean corporate staff. It is the con family business has a lot going on. They got this little side project known as the Jacksonville Jaguars and another side <laughs> project known as Fulham. No, seriously, the two biggest sports leagues in the world. They've got teams in and all elite wrestling. So there's so many moving parts, a lot going on. But, man, I'm pumped. It goes without saying as far as uh, we'll call it my day job because there's so much growth opportunity. And there's I'm helping out here and there on anything I can, I think, based on my experience. But the House Rules Tour is something that from the beginning, I internally I let everybody know. I said, let's take this very slow and strategic and make sure that because the worst thing you can do is get up and running too fast and and so we're, we're we're working into our rhythm and there you go first part of our interview with jeff jarrett from aew and of course a legendary hall of famer in the wwe and we're gonna have more with jeff jarrett david difference coming back here soon yes sir you betcha so we'll have more with jeff jarrett we'll talk about double or nothing and don't forget second hour we are going to be speaking to Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags, the Nasty Boys. Just a jam-packed Memorial Day weekend show on the Mark Hoke Show. We'll be right back. Infinite Wellness can help you achieve your goals and look and feel your best. 
Our regenerative medicine clinic utilizes stem cell and exome therapy. We also have a comprehensive weight loss program and numerous other services you can find on our website at infinitewellness.info. We're located at 8925 West Post Road, Suite 100, right across from Ikea. You can book your appointment today by calling us at 702-842-2244 or find us on social media at infinitewellness.lv. We'd love to be a part of your journey. The Mark Hoke Show is proud to announce our partnership with Pro Wrestling's premier charity, the Cauliflower Alley Club. For nearly 60 years, the CAC has stood strong, assisting members of the wrestling industry in their times of need. Please join us in supporting the Cauliflower Alley Club by becoming a member for just $25 a year or make an individual donation today. Go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and give back to the people that have brought us so much entertainment and joy in pro wrestling. Once again, that's caulifloweralleyclub.org. 101.5 FM KDON. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. <laughs> and apparently a puppy is in the... Not a, yeah, that's a big dog right there. That was not a big dog. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. Yeah, the Steiners. Okay, there you of go. Of course, the Nasty Boys messed around with those guys a little bit. I'm trying to wake up, man. Yeah, it's okay. And we're, we're going to hear from the Nasty Boys in the second hour. But right now, we're going to get back to our interview with AEW's Jeff Jarrett as we get ready for Double or Nothing tonight here in Las Vegas. So let's hear more from the last outlaw, Jeff Jarrett. It's pretty obvious, and we had Saray in here too. And even though it is Double or Nothing week, You've already brought up the Wembley show a few times. Yeah, sound pretty excited about this thing. Well, you know, the whole summer is how can I look at it. Uh, again, double or nothing, it's, you know, uh, enormously. And I, I look back over the last few years uh, at the cards. Uh, it's kind of amazing what's already taken place in this year. The Anarchy match, it, it, huge. Jericho match. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's huge. A ladder match, our tag match, the four pillars. They couldn't have done the four pillars, obviously, the last couple of years just because of the talent development. But when you look about, you kind of look at the card top to bottom and see that MGF, the four pillars that are stepping out front in the main event for the title, that says an enormous amount about the brand. But that's kicking off the summer when you look at it. Collision June 17th, Forbidden Door in Toronto, sold out in a day. The New Japan and AEW show. There's a a thing called the Calgary Stampede, which some folks in America may not be familiar, but it is truly a pop culture event that has been in existence for years and years and years in Canada, and Calgary's home to it. We started that as a house rules event. It's turned into a collision event. That's going to be in the middle of July, and that rolls into Wembley and all in and an all out. You just kind of think that's all happening in the next 90 days. That, to me, says so much about the brand. That is absolutely amazing. I can see you're getting a a smile on your face about all this (laughs) because you've been doing this business for so long and being a part of AEW now and seeing this business grow like it has. And you guys are taking a, a solid approach to it. But it seems to really have you invigorated to be a part of this. You know, again, I was in the gym this morning and a a younger talent was, we were laughing, cutting up. And the amount of years I've been in this business, I've been in the business longer than this guy's been alive. 
that kind of spun his head. <laughs> and it's it's but I don't lose sight of that. I make sure I'm in the gym. I'm making sure I'm eating right. You're making me miss a meal right now, so that's why my blood sugars. But no, but I'm very grateful at this stage in my career for me to be having the ability to be in a tag title match with Jay Liesel, uh the, the the partners. Karen's going to be there. Sanjay, Satnam Singh, we didn't even got into him. He's got more potential. He's truly a one in a billion. But you're kind of talking about, yes, I'm very excited because when you look, you know, with the recent passing of my father, I had so much time to reflect on his journey in the business. Mm -hmm. But the last multiple, and I'll get emotionally, but the last, I don't know, four or five conversations that I had with my father, obviously centered around wrestling. He wanted to talk about it. And the things that I shared with him and now the, the collision conversation, the Wembley conversation, you know, all that, it goes without saying uh, you know, on the way to your studio, past three letters that you kind of go, okay, not one, but two big buildings, UFC. You look at the merger, who they merged with. I'll say right out front, if I was in UFC's seat, I'd be concerned because WWE never takes a back seat to anybody. You know, so when you put that together, they got a little show halfway around the world this weekend that is a massive, 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 you know, it's, it's big. Yes, it can be controversial and political, but I'm not going there. But just the health of our business. We used to strive to get into the pop culture conversation. Those days are way in our view. We are pop culture. There's just no doubt about it. In our short history, we've had Shaq wrestle for. We've had Mike Tyson in the ring. I mean, Paul Walterhausen, Hauser, I give him a hard time. Golden Globe winner. I cracked him over the head with his heart. Uh, but, you know, it was a good shot, by the way. It was a hell of a shot. <laughs> it was a great shot. He felt that one. No, you just kind of think about all the athletes and the actors and the people that want to be a part of it. I know I'm talking a little bit about the competition, but I'd say Bad Bunny is uh, pretty successful in his world. You would think, think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He came begging our industry. It wasn't reversed. You just kind of think back to WrestleMania 1, the, the celebrities that were paid big money to do cameos because creating an aura. Now the tide has turned. Right. Folks are coming to us. I mean, they come to us every day in AEW. So it's really cool to see where the business is at from a third-generation guy. Man, if my grandmother could just see what's going oh, on now. My dad got to see so much of it and hear all of it. And he, you know, the numbers and you share with him gross revenue on this event or that event. It's just completely foreign to him in his heyday you know uh, right. of running promotion it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger i mean you've been with sev several different companies you also you had, think yeah had, had your own <laughs> what, what do you see as some of the magic sauce that makes a company work I, I deal with a lot of promoters out there that just run shows and don't really have that business aspect about it what do you see as far as the magic behind the scenes that makes a company work that's a good question because in a lot of ways that's a loaded question because right. chemistry is a very, very important aspect. But I also believe it's one of those things that if you kind of, and culture, I'm saying it, th there is a separation of that because you can have a culture and you can have chemistry and at times they ebb and flow. But it's one of those things that if you try to make the right chemistry, you fail. Chemistry just kind of has to happen. I wasn't here. I watched AEW from day one, but I know that from the outside looking in, the chemistry that fell into place, I was on the very first, it's kind of the precursor in Chicago that turned into it. I walked Nick Aldis to the ring, so I kind of saw the pre-AEW event and just kind of the camaraderie of wanting to do something new. And then it goes without saying, Warner Brothers Discovery, you cannot ask for a better partner. You just, they've doubled down. There's no two ways about it. 
they had three hours and being successful, and we're going to add two more primetime on Saturday night. So I say all that to say the culture and the chemistry is paramount, but it's something that is fragile. It is on, to go give a sports analogy, you always hear about the Super Bowl winner the following year. Are they even going to make the playoffs? That, to me, is the culture may be there, but the chemistry may not be there. And so I think there's a real balance of that. But that is something that you don't have to everybody. Not everybody has to be in the boat at the same time, rowing at the same time. But you all got to be rowing in the same direction. And those are the principles that my father loved a competitive locker room. He thought he thrived on it to get a little back in the weeds. Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee legitimately did not like each other. They would have never, ever gone out to eat together. They wouldn't have exchanged Christmas cards, which they never did. But they came to work. They did business. And they despised each other. Wow. That's a, But my father, he it's all business. Show up, go to work, make money. And so that is something that in our industry, and I've seen it in every promotion I've ever worked for, you can have a lot of competition, and that is raises the stakes. And I think all of our ingredients are, are right there for us right now. Speaking of that chemistry, you've got someone with Jay Lethal and your gang. There we go. <laughs> for this weekend. I'll tell you what, just to back up a little bit on that, too. When you first came back, I was kind of surprised. Like, well, this is going to be interesting. What are they going to do with Jeff Jarrett? And now all of a sudden, you guys, quite frankly, have impressed me with what you've done. <laughs> and, Damn right. And, and pushing <laughs> yourselves up to now wrestling for the World Tag Team Championships. And people are really getting into you guys. And it's been a lot of fun to see. And that group that you have with Sanjay and, and Satnam and now bringing Karen into this thing, too, the other night. It's a lot of fun to watch. You boys are uh Causing did, some trouble. Did you see the farm video? The uh, Briscoe farm video? Oh, yes, yes, video. yes. <laughs> I've done a lot of media uh, over the last couple of weeks, but that's one of the scenarios that I was kind of throwing it back to. That's us. That That is us as a group. I hired Sanjay Dutt when he was in college, and he always impressed me. That day when he said, I can't, we, there was an instance that he couldn't make a show. I've got an exam. He had a college exam. So <laughs> he, he got his college degree working for TNA. It always impressed me. Jay Lethal had an independent show in Wayne, New Jersey. His mother chased me around the ring. I know <laughs> I made somebody mad that night, but no, me and Jay. So the three of us go way back and I've always been tight. Satnam, obviously with his NBA pedigree from India. I'm a huge supporter of India just because of the emerging market. And I think a lot of business be made. Obviously, I think Karen is is a lady, and it, I think it's funny as a Karen, uh, you know, <laughs> everything goes with it. But she's got a natural, very, very natural talent that displays some people may or may not like her. Uh, but no, our chemistry as a unit is we're all playing an extension of our personality, and the chemistry and the charisma just connects. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go back to this. On Ric Flair's last match, if people got an opportunity to see that, they saw the chemistry of me and Jay. And I, I just think that I can do things he can't do, and he can do a whole lot of things that I can't do. And so when you make that recipe in today's environment, when you look at the five of us, we all bring something different to the table. And I think that's the magic of the group. Well, now FTR had some, shall we say, harsh words for you guys the other uh, night. They're trying to chirp. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little more than chirping, my friend. That was a little more than chirping. You got to admit it. Don't you think that they had to chirp after that double guitar shot? 
That was a thing of beauty. (laughs) That was a thing of beauty. You had to be impressed with that. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? We we got a guitar in the studio. You know, we're uh, yeah. You You don't. He's itching to get. hit. You don't want me to hit hit, get hit with that. I no, I don't. Not that one. Not that. (laughs) That, That's an old guitar there, and that thing's solid. I will not take that shot. (laughs) Tell me this real quick. A little off topic. Mark, he's the guy. He's looking for love, but he's looking for love in all the wrong places. Oh my God, where's this country song? As as somebody who has a relationship, obviously with somebody that's in the business as well, how hard is it to juggle that? I mean, is it easier that she's in the business or pursuing a passion? I'm I'm telling him is like we got to stay focused and not right now. What would be your advice to Mark Hope there in the dating world? Wow. In the dating world. Yes, sir. Should he focus on that or should he focus on where we're going with this? Okay. I'll say this. Man, you are throwing him right. (laughs) Yeah, those wheels hurt. (laughs) Oh, boy. You asking for the old last hour advice? You have to follow your passion at work. If Mark's not happy, nobody's happy. I I, I truly believe that it's that simple. That At the end of the day, you're going to wake up every day with one person, yourself. It's It literally is that simple. Now, uh, you, you and I'm going to, I don't want to get preachy here, but you know, <laughs> if you don't have a servant mentality and I'm not just talking about serving a wife or a spouse or a girlfriend, I believe you have to serve your higher power. You got to have to follow his rules, not yours. So it's a juggling act. It's a balancing act, but follow your passion. Thanks, Steve. There you, there you have it. Wow. Man. He's a wise man here. I'll right. tell you what. I smell a pretty good YouTube clip coming I, I, up there. I'll send you, a, I'll send you a, a Venmo bill for that, for that counseling session. Thanks. You cost us 100 bucks yeah, on this. We'll 100? Oh, the hell? Right, you think I'm cheap? Right. No, I'm, I'm going to put send to the insurance guys. Right, right. The They'll get you the other thousand. I got it's you. all good. There it's you. all good. I know we got to wrap this up, but we have this great pay-per-view coming up with Double or Nothing down at the T-Mobile Arena. Still have a few tickets left, I think. So you can get down there. If you were selling this pay-per-view right now, here's a shot. Jeff Jarrett, hit me with it. I'm telling you, you can get it on all pay-per-view platforms. Bleacher Report is our preferred one. Fight, pay-per-view.com. But the card top to bottom, I touched on it earlier, but I think I've – I don't think I've missed an AEW pay-per-view since it started, literally every one of them. But when you kind of look how this card has fallen in place, and there's a huge luxury that there's we do four year, and I know Forbidden Door and Ring of Honor pay-per-views, but as far as the AEW brand, there's the big four. That really gives a real sense of must-see TV. To harken back to a few years ago, this is a must-see pay-per-view. You know you're going to get the very best of the very best of the very best. And I say that, the very best talent, the very best matches on the very biggest and grandest stage. T-Mobile, it doesn't get any bigger. I know that's in you guys' backyard, but it has become, can you think of a, an arena that's only been around, how long has T-Mobile been around? Le- less than 10? Yeah, yeah. Less than 10, yeah, less than seven, I think. Yeah, it's over five now. But anyway, in less than 10 years, how many big fights, Iconic big shows? Yep. I mean, it's, and we're in Vegas on Memorial Day weekend. You saw, you didn't see. I certainly saw what the airline tickets, I was having some buddies that were going to come out, and I'm like, hey, boys, uh, drive in. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, it, it's, the stage is huge. And, and so, whether it's the Jericho match, the Anarchy match, our tag title, the women's title match, but the four pillars are sitting on top. It's going to tear the house down the entire show. We wish you guys all the best. This Sunday, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 4 Pacific. Be there. Please do, because it is going to be an amazing night. And we'll see if we're going to have new world tag team champions. I'm I'm sure you'll see, pal. You'll see. (laughs) Have me back in, and I'll bring the tag title. 
Okay. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> nice. AEWtix.com. Right, there you go. There you go. Well, Jeff, I want to thank you for taking the time to come over to the Kadon Studios and be with us on the Mark Oak Show. We really do appreciate it. Truly an honor to get to meet you and have you in here. And we'll look forward to talking to you again down the road, my friend. You got it, my man. I'll see you guys on social media at Real Jeff Jarrett. Peace. There it is. There you go. Jeff Jarrett, everybody. Yeah, what a fun interview that Amazing. was, David. Amazing. Yeah, great times. Great person, man. He made me a fan. I like just being that and hearing from him behind the scenes and everything and just meeting him. Great dude. I am now a fan. Before, you know, I, I, as as a spectator, it wasn't my guy. Now, that's my guy. <laughs> yeah. It, and like you said, you know, we don't want to tell everybody he seems like a pretty nice dude, but he is a pretty nice dude. He's a jerk, man. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's a, he's the worst guy on the planet. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, nah, uh, but, great interview. Yeah, great but, interview. But thanks to John Schneider for setting that up with us and having Soraya too, and we do appreciate that. And we are going to head to our next break because we want to get some time to talk about Double or Nothing. What's going on, T-Mobile, and why you ought to get your butts down there today? Because it is going to be a hell of a night. And, of course, don't forget, coming up second hour, the Nasty Boys are going to be joining us. And then we're going to talk about Jimmy Uso. Oh, boy. Oh, he's in a little trouble with the tribal chief. We'll be right back. <laughs> Tired of the same boring food when you're out for breakfast or lunch? I'm Mark Hoke, and I have an idea for a different place to go with unique food you're sure to enjoy, and that's Unique Eats. Take some time out of your busy day and stop on in to Unique Eats, featuring celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and his friendly staff. Whether it's a great start to your day with one of Unique Eats' amazing omelets, or lunch with his incredible sandwiches, pasta, and award-winning pizzas, you'll be in for a fantastic dining experience that won't break the bank. Unique Eats also features a smoothie bar and full vegetarian menu as well. Plus, if you need catering, you can count on Unique Eats no matter what the occasion. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100, open daily until 3 p.m. Call them at 702-992-3038 or visit UniqueEatsLV.com for their full menu and catering info. Break out of the same old routine and have a great meal at Unique Eats today. In a kayfabe world, LasVegasWrestlingScene.com brings you the real story. Las Vegas Wrestling Scene is the source for pro wrestling news, along with their up-to-date events calendar. Visit LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. 101.5 FM KDON. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we are back on The Mark Hoke Show on KDON, 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Just enjoyed a great interview there with Jeff Jarrett. David Difference. Good stuff, man. I'm in here doing my DDP yoga. In yeah. The, in between breaks. Yeah, it kind of freaked me out there for a second. Yeah, yeah. Get used to it. It's all good. All right, it's all you. good. Looking forward to uh, Ricky Massage a little later, man. I'm drained. You know, that that actually sounds awfully good. Yeah, well, let's let's go, man. All right. <laughs> Not, yeah, whenever we can do it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, today's packed. This weekend, just unbelievable in the world of professional wrestling. You, know, you, you had impact on Friday night. And by the way, I hope PCO's mouth is okay. Oh, man, that was disgusting. Oh, my God. That was. Are you a fan? Like, I'm a fan. Like, let's go somewhere different. 
Um, but that was just too much. Like you watch it, but you don't want to watch it because it's just it's too much. Man. Yeah, Steve Steve Macklin, the world champion, was defending against PCO and stapled his mouth shut. Ugh. And PCO was pulling the staples out of the match. Ouch. Ugh. But yeah, so a wild night <laughs> for Impact. Yeah. And then of course we had Night of Champions yesterday, and tonight we've got Double or Nothing. And an interesting, by the way, head to head as NXT is running their Battleground show at the same time. Oh, yeah. Hasn't happened since '89. The two major promotions have gone against each other, so that's going to be a very interesting little dynamic. But we are focused on double or nothing right now, and of course, main event tonight: MJF, Darby Allen, uh, Sammy Guevara, and Jungle Boy. The four pillars will be wrestling for the championship, and some other. I mean, all these matches are going to be, you know, I think I. I mean, I think this card is going to be unreal. But we got Adam Cole and Chris Jericho in that unsanctioned match coming up tonight. That's going to stand out. The Anarchy in the Arena with the Blackpool Combat Club against the Elite. You know, we got Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm. Uh, FTR, of course, going against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Uh, you know, this is going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal night, David. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, everything culminates tonight with this event, you know, double or nothing. And, I, you know, you talk about independent wrestling, you talk about NXT, you talk about WWE, you talk about Impact. Everybody put on amazing shows this weekend, and this one I think is just going to be over the top. Yeah, and, and I know there's some tickets still available from what I was told. I don't know how, you know, it, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, though. I watched last year from the top. Get in the building. And get just in the building. Get in there, and I'm promising you, you're going to have a terrific, terrific time. Uh, at double or nothing. Of course, you can't get down there. It is available on pay per view. Uh, Bleacher Report, Fight, uh, and a lot of the movie theaters. Uh, there's movie theaters that are also showing that as well. And I and that's where I actually usually go to watch the pay per views for Double or Nothing in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's great. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I might have to check that out. Yeah. So next time, that's that's what we'll do. Uh, but it is it's really cool to do that. So I would recommend that if you can't get down to T-Mobile, but come down there. Seriously, we're going to be down there. I mean, just. Everybody and their grandmother is going to be there. So I know somebody who ain't going to be there. Who's not going to be there? Brian Ronovich. Yeah, we miss Brian from Las <laughs> nah, Vegas that's Wrestling. Guy, man. That's my guy. That's I'm that, just breaking balls. Here. That's a little harsh, but that's harsh. That, that, I, we we can get a lot harsher. That that is true. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but shout out to Brian, man. Like LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. That's your scoop for everything happening this weekend. If you want to get caught up, LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. Yep. So. Make sure you do that. And by the way, if you want to go and check out some of the independent wrestling, there's a great card coming up at the FSW Arena down on Harrison Drive. Oh, uh, go for Broke is happening at, starting at noon. I know we're going to be heading over there. I know you're going to be getting out of here right away. Yeah. As soon as I do some editing, I'm going to get over there as well. So get some tickets for that. It just that card top to bottom is loaded That's a great, with, great with some of the best independent wrestlers. I mean, you got you got a match with Juicy Finale, Hammerstone, and, and Bad Dude Tito in there. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun. So I would highly recommend you check that out. So get down there for Go For Broke. Don't forget about D-Lo going to be there. He's doing a meet and greet beforehand. So D-Lo Brown, man. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, I'll have to get down and meet and greet with D-Lo as well. There you go, man. All right. So that is going to wrap up our first hour. But kids... Stick around because we've got so much more. My God, the 2023 Cauliflower Alley Club uh, tag team honorees, the Nasty Boys, are going to be joining us pretty soon here, just a few minutes. 
So make sure you stick around for hour number two, and then we're going to take a look at Night of Champions and everything that happened there. We got a new Raw Women's Champion and so much, so much, and the Bloodline. Oh dear. Uh oh. It is cracking at the seams, kids. And somebody <laughs> got cracked in the head a couple of times. So we're going to talk about that too. So a lot more to come on the Mark Hoke Show, David Difference. We will be right back. Stick around and don't forget to follow us on our social media at Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, the Mark Hoke Show, Instagram, and of course, Mark Hoke Show. MarkHokeShow.com and all of our podcasts at your favorite podcast outlets, MarkHokeShow.podbean.com. We'll be right back for hour two. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.